You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Hello world! Welcome to the Lucas Askew Experience. After a nice little vacation, I'm back and I'm and I'm rearing to go. This is uh, this is what happens though when you're your own boss. You kind of take a few days off and then a few more days, and it's three weeks since uh, since the podcast. But I'm back with a, a fun one here today. For those that don't know, I was actually in Southeast Asia for better, the better part of ten days, and and my body decided to uh, stay on a, a different different schedule for a little bit. But more to come in future podcasts on my Vietnam and Cambodia experience. But today, I'm back in the chair. I'm really excited about this one. Granted, I get excited about almost any podcast I do. That's why why I'm doing this. But today, we're talking, after a grueling three months and countless hours out of class, the NCAA football student-athletes are playing a little postseason. And that means one thing. It's bowl season, folks. One of my favorite sporting times of the year because virtually every day from the middle of December to early January, you have some semblance of a college football game. Now, bowl season, for those that aren't aware, it's unlike other sports where you have a traditional playoff. Okay, They they may have a little one too, but the fact that 78 teams qualify for the postseason 78 other teams qualify for the postseason with no chance of winning a championship. Makes it definitely a little bit more unique. But uh, today's podcast, we'll be going bowling, previewing all 41 bowls. Yes, strap in for the ride. My friend and college football fanatic James Taylor joins us on the podcast. And James, a Midwestern native, has a little strong bias to the Big Ten, but we'll be previewing all the games, including the college football playoff, where Washington, Ohio State, and Clemson all try to find their way to knock old Alabama off its perch at the top of college football. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Lucas Askew Experience. We're talking college football and the bowl season. And uh, here to break it down, we've got uh, a great, great guest. Uh, knows an extensive amount of college football. That's why we brought him on for our college of football special presented by Flow Water. None other than Mr. James Taylor. Welcome to the show, James. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm honored. Uh, the, the venerable Mr. Askew and uh, his many, many listeners. Uh, I, will, I will do my best to, to break down some of these, some of these great, uh, great college games. I think it's going to be a great bowl season. I'm excited. So, James Taylor, not to be confused with the other James Taylor... But maybe you are more famous than the other James Taylor. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some say the one and only. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, we have 41 bowls that we're, we're going to go through. Uh, and then we'll get into the, the meat and potatoes, the New Year's Six games, your college football playoff. But we don't want to let any bowl uh, off the hook and uh, <laughs> g- give a little love to the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl, North Carolina Central versus Grambling. Oh, wow. James, what are you thinking on this one? 
You know what? I can't say I watched a lot of either of these teams this year, uh, but I think my love for the great Eddie Robinson is going to take over here, and I'm going to go with Grambling. Grambling, <laughs> Grambling running back Martez Carter has a big playability, and you know what? This this Grambling team, they're 11 and one out of the FCS Bowl Division, historically black universities. Eddie Robinson. You go, you go Grambling. Yeah. You go Grambling. Yeah. And you don't go at all. They've always, they've always had a, a place in my heart. I remember, you know, I think it was Thanksgiving weekend. Always watching that Grambling Southern game. Oh yeah, marching band yeah. at halftime. You want to talk about some of the spectacle. best rivalries in sport? Yeah, you can talk about Auburn, Alabama, <laughs> Army, Navy, but that stuff, Grambling Southern, it meant something. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was always fun to watch, and the halftime spectacle was, you know, sometimes <laughs> the most entertaining part of that game. The drum line. The yeah. drum line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm going Grambling. Grambling, okay. <laughs> so the next up, officially the, the FBS uh, bowl season kicks off with one of my favorite bowls. I'm actually following them. I've been following them on Twitter for the better part of four years. And they've retweeted me every single year. Wow. I must be one of their most loyal. Uh, I can't wait to hear who it is. Who is it? The Gilded New Mexico Bowl in beautiful... Albuquerque, New Mexico. This one pits the home team, New Mexico, who I still think created this bowl just so their team could have another game. But uh, (laughs) Bob Davey, the former uh, Irish head coach, uh, is is coaching the New Mexico Lobos against Texas San Antonio, making their very first bowl appearance ever. Wow, that is impressive and a little bit sad. But uh, they, they've only been playing FBS for <laughs> four or five years. Okay. So this isn't uh, okay. This isn't Northwestern's NCAA donut that uh, we'll get to in March when we do a March Madness breakdown for for y'all. Yeah, I see New Mexico favored by seven here. It's hard for me not to go with the with the Lobos at, playing at home. I mean, that's a big home field advantage in Albuquerque. There will be <laughs> at least ten thousand people there. Uh, they. Uh, Lobos lead the country in rushing, led by Terry and Gibson. Uh, they're leading back. Again, it, it's That's hard. Big. It's hard not to go with the Lobos. Yeah. Los Lobos. <laughs> I got the Los Lobos. All right. And, uh, Los Lobos. I'm taking. I'm taking the points. You know. Let's go minus seven. <laughs> okay. For all, for all those. Uh, all those betters out there. I think they cover. I think they cover. I think they cover. Next up, the Las Vegas Bowl presented by Geico. <laughs> this, uh, this is a sexy matchup here. You got the Houston Cougars. And the San Diego State Aztecs, both at some points were a fringe group of five, could have yeah, been yeah. Uh, a New Year's Six bull participant. Will Houston bring it up, uh, get, get up for this game? Tom Herman, yeah, not coaching. Just lost their coach. Yeah. Moved to Texas. They still have Greg Ward Jr., still the team that beat Oklahoma, beat Florida State last year. But where, where's the motivation? That's Bowl season's all about motivation. Yeah, exactly. I think, especially with Houston expecting to be in, in one of those New Year's Six Bowls, I think it's going to be especially hard and losing Herman for them to get up for this bowl. I think they had higher expectations for this season. Uh, and I think San Diego State was a bit of an upstart. You know, They, they came out and, and I think played a lot better than anyone expected them to and had some really nice wins. And So I think, I think they come in fired up for this bowl. They want to finish off you know, a great season and, and a more, you know, Unexpected season yeah. for them. They want to finish it off on a high note. See, so you're, uh, you're you're leaning Aztecs. Uh, I kind of I'm kind of leaning Aztecs as far as as far as motivation goes. It's uh, I'm also I'd like to throw this out there. What's the over under on how many players 
get suspended pregame. I'm, in Sin City. Or in Sin City. <laughs> I'm going to say there's at least five people that are benched in the first half for player misconduct. <laughs> I, so, I, I agree. I agree. It's hard for them to control themselves <laughs> in Sin City. Uh, but I like, I like the Houston Cougars to find a way to win this game. You know, stacked against them. Greg Ward Jr., heck of a player. I think they, they slowed down Donnell Pumphrey enough, yeah. even though it's his hometown. He's a Las Vegas native. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think they find a way. This is too good of a team. Yeah, I think they got, obviously, the talent advantage, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with San Diego State here. I'm gonna, I think they're going to you know find a way to get it done. They're, they're a motivated team this year. Okay. That's the uh, Las Vegas Bowl. Next up, still on the same day, the Raycom Media Carmelia Bowl. We've got App State versus Toledo, the Rockets, <laughs> playing in the glass bowl. I, I think I watched a Maction game uh, where it was just pure fog in Toledo. <laughs> you know what? They won that game. Ah, okay. any, any weather. That's more they're, games than I watched <laughs> of Toledo this year. So. Uh, yeah, they're, they're evenly matched. You've got uh, rushing threats on, on both ends. You've got Kareem Hunt um, on the Rockets' side and <laughs> Jalen Moore on the App State side. I don't know. It's a it is a toss up game. I think App State. This is still everyone knows them for beating Michigan. Yeah, in big house. That all, you know they and obviously that was, that was a big one. They won their bowl game last year. I don't know. There, there's something about App State that uh, yeah. I believe this team. Yeah, they're they, always they, talented. They, they always they you know yeah. they they've been on the up and up for a number of years now. Yeah. After, after they, they went they FBS. moved from FCS yeah, yeah, yeah. to FBS, winning winning the Sun Belt. Last year, it's like this is this is a real team. Yeah, I like App State. App State, and that's a pickup. So, oh, I will. I will be picking them. That's for sure. Uh, the Auto Nation Cure Bowl. This is actually on the CBS Sports Network, so not many people will be watching it. Hence, we won't be spending a ton of time on it. I well, hold on a second here. This is an zero and twelve UCF team. That was on the brink, the wrong side of the brink of losing their team. They officially lost their football program, got it back, signed the petition, went 0-12, and now they're back to bowl eligible. They're 6-6. Six and six. This is a beautiful story. <laughs> Correct. Uh, you know, great, uh, great George O'Leary left, this, left, left the cupboard bare for sure. But Scott Frost came in from, from Oregon, worked his magic. Um, I don't know. It's still... Uh, even though it's going to be minutes away from the campus, UCF, I've been to that campus. I've seen there. They they don't travel too well at UCF. Now, is this a bit of Arkansas Legions talking? Dude? Uh, you know, with your Arkansas Legions, does Arkansas State fall into the that Red place? Wolves? <laughs> Gus Miles on coached here. They they play an intense game of game of football. You know, I, I like Arkansas State with game winning field goal late in the game. No one's going to watch it. No one's going to see it. Okay. But Count me down for Arkansas Now, speaking State. of, you mentioned Red Wolves. I'm looking at our next game already. I see one of my favorite mascots, the Raging Cajuns. Uh, I got a quick little trivia question. I want to see if any of your listeners might know this, or even if you, Mr. Askew, can answer. There are six, I believe, teams in the FBS, and their mascot does not end with an S and does not have a color in their mascot's name. So it has to be both or just one of them? It, it, it cannot have an S and it cannot be a okay. color. I was. I'm wondering. You know, as we go through this, you know, maybe you got to think about who, who, you, or if you think you have, you know, any of them right now. 
Well, I'd be interested. I, I, thought, I thought one of these teams would have it, but nope. Rich and Cajun. Nope, that just got me going. It's just, okay. just a great mascot. We name. will uh, we'll we'll think through it, and okay. uh, if, it, if it comes up, maybe maybe they're playing in one of our next games. Ooh, maybe. Hint, hint. <laughs> but uh, the Arnell Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Southern Miss versus Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns have played in this game feels every single year. Um, <laughs> it's actually their fifth straight. Um, yeah, it's a great the, regional battle. <laughs> great regional yeah. battle down there in the down, down in the Superdome. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I think this this game always produces results. It's the the last game of the first night. Um, I believe this is going to be a, another barn burner. And you know what? Raging Cajun. I believe in them. I believe <laughs> they take care of the home turf and win the uh, the New Orleans Bowl. You think Brett Favre makes a trip down from Kill? Kill down in New Orleans to see his Southern Miss you know team, uh, you know, get it done. I, I don't know what else he has going on other than uh, <laughs> regular commercials. Some crappy commercial for a back brace or a razor. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think he. I think this is this is worthy of him. I'm going Raging Cajuns. I love that mascot, Nick. Just one of my favorite names. It, it really is. In the land, it really so is. So I'm going with him. Raging Cage. So, so that's all one day. That's the first Ooh. day of bowl season. You know, this kicks off kicks well. It, kicks it off well. Love and then we, we keep the momentum going with the Miami Beach Bowl. And I think one one answer to trivia question here, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Oh. But golden. Golden, I uh, think, is the color. Oh. Officially oh. a color. Yeah. Okay. It gets tough. <laughs> so we got Central Michigan, former uh, home of Dan LaFever. He's now a quarterback in the CFL, Hamilton Tiger Cats. That's um, deep knowledge. Deep knowledge. <laughs> Tulsa Golden, Golden Hurricane. Actually, 9-3. and three. How the heck did Tulsa put together a 9-3 yeah, season? Yeah, they, they were a great surprise this year. They had a great year. Dane Evans uh, leads the team on an offense. Uh, they, they put up points. And you know what? It's Miami. I think more points are going to be put up. Central Michigan, they faded down, down the stretch. I yeah, I, Vegas, I don't know how. I don't Vegas has Tulsa minus twelve. They got you know, pr- pretty big favorites there. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Tulsa's a well-rounded team. I think they take care of Central Michigan here. Okay, uh, moving on to the Boca Raton Bowl. We've got Memphis and Western Kentucky. Yes, Western Kentucky just lost their coach to the Big Ten. Yeah, that's a big move Jeff, for Purdue. Jeff Brom. Yeah, going. Uh, actually, I think Willie Taggart was also. I want to say he was a Western Kentucky coach. That maybe, I'm not sure. Maybe on that the, one. the maybe the well at uh, Western Kentucky <laughs> is uh, is strong, but, but supposedly yeah, they're excited at Purdue about him opening up that offense and uh, well, doing. <laughs> well, it's been closed for a number of years now, but uh, uh, Memphis Western Kentucky is going to be a shootout, like most of these bowl games will be. Um, what did Memphis score? Seventy-seven points the other game. Yeah. Last week, who do you? Uh, yeah, it's just, pretty outrageous. Yeah, just the other day, uh, I don't know. I'm. I think it's a shootout. I like. Uh, I like Elvis Presley and the Memphis uh, Tigers. To, yeah, I think I to like pull it out. I like Memphis here, but they are dogs. Surprisingly, wow. Yeah, four that, point dogs. Wow. Which is a, a, a little. I, I think you'll be seeing that move a little closer as uh, as Brom influence uh, fades fades <laughs> fades away. Uh, next, what, what are your thoughts, just quickly, on a, a coach leaving his school before their bowl game? I, I'm first of all, I think coaches should 
have to sit out a year like players do. Uh, if you're having a red shirt, if you're if you're transferring from one one to another. But I, I'm I'm a proponent. If you're gonna leave, like rip the bandaid off now. Like don't yeah. don't linger. Don't don't pretend to like give in to these these kids through bowl season and then bolt. If you're gonna bolt, bolt now. Yeah, go and, to your new school. It's recruiting season. You yeah. know, it's, a, it's signing signing period. It's big for obviously coaches to get started. Uh, you know, at their new gig. But sometimes it, it seems a little cold, especially. I mean, I think you know, jumping ahead here, but with Western Michigan, PJ Flat, like they have an undefeated team. Leaving an undefeated team like that. PJ Fleck isn't going anywhere. He is rowing that boat back to. Is it Kalamazoo? Uh, it might be Kalamazoo. It might be Kalamazoo, yeah, Michigan. Yeah. Yes, he's finding a way back there. But yes, uh, I, I see your point. You know, kids ha- kids are impacted and coaches are able to move on a whim. Yeah. I mean, if you're like a, one of these 6-6 six six teams, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. But if you've had a great year, if you're undefeated maybe, and your coach like, you know, picks up and, and ditches you, I, I think that's that's pretty cold-hearted. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. Whoa. Down in, uh, <laughs> down in San Diego. Of all places, uh, BYU versus Wyoming. Let me tell you something. If this game was in Laramie, <laughs> I'd be taking taking old Wyoming. They are tough to beat in Laramie. That altitude <laughs> will get you. That's for sure. These, these Cowboys, mustard and brown, some of the ugliest uniforms. But they didn't play ugly this year. They played a, a heck of a schedule. Um, yeah. Big win against Boise State late, big, right? Big yeah. win against Boise State. Uh, made, made their way to the Mountain West Conference uh, championship game. Lost out to um, San Diego State. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I feel this Wyoming team it, it is solid, but not to take away from, from BYU, the independent. They they yeah. play anyone. Yeah. I, if I, you I, remember the great Pat Hill <laughs> of Fresno State, they oh, play yeah. anyone anywhere. Oh, love it. BYU. Well, they'll travel thing. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Who'd they play this year? I mean, Michigan, right? Or that last year? Uh, Notre Dame. I mean, they always <laughs> go on the road and play these big time exactly. squads. Um, and and yeah, it's, yeah, it's impressive. No one wants to come to uh, Provo. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I think there's some great. I think I know. <laughs> but uh, this anyway, is great anyway, in Utah. <laughs> but I don't think Wyoming travels all that well. I think they're going to have a hard time time with BYU on this one. BYU, I, I agree. BYU in a in a close one, but uh, <laughs> the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We're talking Idaho versus Colorado State in Boise, Idaho. This Idaho team, Paul Petrino, yes, <laughs> yes, no. the, the, the great Bobby Petrino, no. not the great Bobby Petrino, the much maligned Bobby Petrino. His son, Paul Petrino. Yeah, must be a young guy. Put together an eight-win Idaho Vandals team. I don't know how that's happening. Um, but they started the season, put their uh, request in to actually go down a tier. They don't want to be an FBS anymore. <laughs> they felt they couldn't compete. Ouch. Yes, they win eight games this year. However, Vegas... Have they rescinded that request? <laughs> <laughs> They're sticking with it. They're Unfortunately, FBS. no fans actually took in any of these victories, so it didn't really <laughs> make it into the pocketbook. But okay. um, I think overall... Vegas, I think this is the, the biggest spread. that They really like Colorado 13 State. 13 and a half. The, the yeah. High-octane high offense. Uh, I, yeah. Again, I know it's in Idaho. 
but that can only go so far. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, got, I got a bit of a hunch here. Maybe this Idaho team can cover. I don't think they win, but I think they can cover 13 and a half. Write that, write that down, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There's a sleeper. That's James a sleeper. Taylor likes Idaho to cover. The 23rd of December, we've got the Popeyes Bahamas Bowl. Yes, people need a passport to get to this bowl. This is outside the country in Nassau. <laughs> Nassau. Apparently, you've never been to the Bahamas. <laughs> I, I haven't. I would love it. Love to visit. As a, as a frequent Bahamas visitor, this is maybe the game that I would most like to go to, disregarding the two teams that are playing there. Uh, but the Bahamas is a beautiful place, home of Buddy Heald. <laughs> Just had a magical run. Uh, but I, to be honest, I know absolutely nothing about either of these two teams. Okay, so if we if we flip a coin, heads is Old Dominion, Eastern Michigan is tails, <laughs> and it's tails. We've got Eastern Michigan winning, winning this game. I, I never like betting against Old Dominion. They're, they always <laughs> seem to be a, a rugged hey, team. I'm telling you, the directional schools will are, are going to be strong. This uh, okay, okay. That's a foreshadow into a future pick. <laughs> the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Louisiana Tech versus Navy. And you know what? I am so glad Navy is in this bowl. Had they won last week, we may not even be here recording this. What a travesty uh, that would be. Because Navy could have been a group of six participants. Thankfully, they lost and uh, are, are in this game against Louisiana Tech. Last week, uh, Navy lost their, their quarterback, Will Worth, and their slot back. Tony O'Gully. That was tough. And I lost a bet to you on that game, which I was not very happy about. <laughs> you did. You, you did. And uh, you always which told I, me yeah. to never bet against the Navy. But uh, I don't know. I feel I, I feel Louisiana Tech will will bring it. I, I don't know if the, the Navy team can, can match their speed. Can rally. And uh, I like Louisiana Tech. I do love the Navy as Big. always. Every year, the least penalized team in the country. <laughs> It's and, true. And why? Why is that? Discipline. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give you another in here. Maybe because, you know, their mascot. Who, who, who's their mascot? The midshipman. Ah. No. Ah. There you go. We've got one on the board here. We've got one. Wow. The midshipman. No S and no color. Okay. Well, speaking about no S, the Dollar General Bowl, Ohio versus Troy. The boys of Troy, not the men of Troy, the boys of Troy <laughs> against the Ohio Bobcats. They're crafty. Frank Solich, former Nebraska head coach, wrongfully uh-huh. fired, came to Ohio, has built a winning program at a place that doesn't have winners other than a great sports management program. <laughs> You're welcome for that plug. But uh, the Dollar General Bowl. In mobile, 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 mobile. I'm, I'm mobile. really struggling with these cities right now. <laughs> I like uh, mobile. The mobile not, home, probably not far from Troy, Alabama. <laughs> that correct? is true. That yeah. is true. So they does that, travel well. They that, travel well. Is that you're you leaning towards Troy? I don't think it gives them enough. I think Ohio is a pretty, uh, pretty strong team. But yeah, Troy is favored by three and a half here. I, you know, that's a tough one. I, I think I would probably stick with Ohio. Fun fact: Troy's head coach Neil Brown. 36. If there were two of them, there were two Neil Browns, it would equal the actual age of Ohio's coach, Frank Solich, who's 72. Love it. It's crazy. Love it. It's crazy stuff. And for that reason, I'm going to go younger. Okay. Troy, by six. 
The Hawaii Bowl, the Sheridan Hawaii Bowl in, you guessed it, Honolulu. <laughs> uh, there's nothing like, this game means, like, there's nothing that I like more than on Christmas Eve with the family, I'm done talking with them, putting on a little Hawaii Bowl action, yeah. you got 200 people in the stands, <laughs> and it's just... Lays yeah. and Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, just relax. <laughs> Usually a blowout of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hawaii. It, it looks a little bit like, you know, Canadian football or indoor league. Yeah. Receivers are running down open lanes. Exactly. Why? So you have the Rainbow Warriors of Hawaii against Middle Tennessee State. Um, it's, again, a virtual home game. Middle Tennessee State can, can fill it up, I think, right? I mean, they can put points on the board. The, the Blue Raiders can play. Yeah, I feel, I think I like the Blue Raiders here. I, you know, Hawaii usually tends to put up big points in these games, at these bowl games at home, but they find a way to lose. So my pick is based on I actually was offered a job at Middle Tennessee State. Turned it down. This wow. is uh, during my college, uh, college athletic days. Okay. Turned it down not because it wasn't a great opportunity, because it wasn't the right fit. But I believe the fit today will be Middle Tennessee taking down the Rainbow Warriors in the Hawaii Bowl. Okay, we're on December 26th, Boxing Day for all of you celebrating in Canada. You've got the St. Petersburg Bowl in St. Petersburg. Who would have thought? Another 5-7 and team, Mississippi State, taking on Miami. Of Ohio. Of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? This uh, Miami, Ohio has won six in a row, I think. They started started, with, six. Yeah. <laughs> started with the donut. And, and then, find uh, themselves in bowl contention. Going against, again, like as a, you know, a big five conference team with a losing record, how do you get up for this game? Like, I mean, if you're a player, I am going out the night before this game most likely. <laughs> Uh, I'm not much. These you know. are the great things about the, the bowl season. It's about motivation. And yeah. Mississippi State probably it won't have it. Miami of Ohio kind of riding high. Mississippi State clearly more talented. You got Nick Fitzgerald, the talented freshman quarterback, dual threat. It's tough to pick against Mississippi State, but you know what? Miami of Ohio, they've won six in a row. Make it seven. They're going to shock the world. Yeah. Dan Mullen will be in tears at the end of this. I love it. I think, Upset uh, pick. you know what? Miami, I, I think I, I, I'm with you. I think Miami, Ohio comes ready to play. They're motivated. They've won six in a row. Mississippi State, you know, in the strip club capital of the world, <laughs> arguably. They, uh, you know, I think they're going to have a little too much fun. I think they're not going to be ready for this game. Even though I think by the, you know, the ESPN, or the, the BPI oh, or something. Isn't St. Pete in Tampa? It's right outside Tampa, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that, so there, that's trouble. Okay. <laughs> but I think they had, you know, ESPN does their BPI odds of yeah. each game. And this yeah. was the highest percentage at 81% they have Mississippi State winning this game. Hey. So that is an upset special. This from, is an upset from, special. From Mr. Askew right there. Next up, we got the Quick Lane Bowl, formerly the Little Caesars Bowl, formerly the Motor City Bowl. <laughs> We're talking Maryland-Boston College. You want to talk, this is December 26th, 2.30 in the afternoon, take a nap. This is you the know? most boring game take, of, of the bowl season. Take a nap. Totally agree. These are two power conferences oh. that will not be playing power football. It gets boring. 
Garbage. For, for, I can't, first to 20 wins this game. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine how Maryland got to six wins, uh, considering what they were doing in the Big Ten. And this isn't Ralph Regan years, that's <laughs> for sure. I still have visions of Boston College not winning a conference game in football or basketball. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I will not be tuning in. I will, I will pick Boston <laughs> College based on Doug Flutie. I think we spent too much time on this game. I think we did. We'll speed it up. Camping World Independence Bowl, NC State Vanderbilt. I like NC State. Almost beat Clemson this year. Should have been if their field goal kicker would have made the final field goal. I like NC State in a field goal to win against Vanderbilt, who took down my Tennessee Volunteers and dashed our Sugar Bowl. chances. (laughs) Chances. <laughs> I like NC State too. I think they they had a pretty solid squad this year and uh, you know played played well at times. Lost a couple close games. The Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl: Army versus North Texas. Oh, you want to talk about a bad, a bad game? They played this game on October twenty second. North Texas won by seventeen. Can you find a worse five and seventeen in the country than I North Texas? I don't think you can. <laughs> I really don't. Indulge us, though, Mr. Eskew. Why is North Texas going to this bowl game? They are going to this game because they took care of matters where it really matters, and that's in the classroom. They're one of the top APR, that's academic performance records, of all the 5-7 and seven teams out there. They earned this bowl bid fair and square because their kids went to class. Wow, I might have to recant my statement about Mississippi State then because that means they were the one or two as well. In APR, so maybe you know, maybe I, maybe I was wrong about those boys. So another directional school, North Texas, beating Army. Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. Temple versus Wake Forest. Temple is a bad, bad team. Well, yeah, you, you bad meaning bad in a bad yeah. in a mean way. Bad in a they, mean way. They're a they're a mean team. You just, called this up, you know, against yeah. Navy. You you wanted just, to go uh, big on Temple. Just lost their coach. I still think. That they are beating the Tim Duncans. That would be Wake Forest. Wake uh, Forest squeaked in, right? Six and six. Six and six. Uh, I think they may have cobblestone day. Yeah, Temple looked like a, 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 yeah, a sound, six. sound football team yeah. in beating Navy. Obviously, Navy lost their quarterback, but uh, Temple did really look like a, a well rounded, fundamentally sound football team. I, I think I like them there as well. Next up, the National Funding Holiday Bowl. We've got Minnesota versus Washington State. This uh, battle of contrast. You've got Washington State. Mike Leach doesn't play defense. Luke Falk will be airing it out all game long. The Minnesota Golden Gophers put together a quiet eight and four record yeah, this season. They're one of the best front sevens that I you know watched all year. I you know I'm a big Wisconsin fan, so I watched that game intently. And uh, you know their front seven is physical. And we'll, we'll stand you up, push you around, bang you around, and they, they will control the line of scrimmage. Uh, I think, sadly, their quarterback, Old Leadner, hasn't really uh, you know progressed as much as uh, people in, in Minnesota were hoping. So I, you know, he's kind of you know he's holding them back a little bit, I think. But yeah, again, he's a good runner. Uh, they're going to play defense. I think they might hang around in this game. You know what? I'd love to pick the Golden Gophers. Still think Washington State too much firepower, too much loop at, at six and a half, Washington State favored by six and a half. Deal done. <laughs> done. I mark <laughs> mark it. <laughs> the Motel Six Cactus Bowl, Boise State and Baylor. 
Yes. <laughs> like staying at a Motel 6. Comfortable, <laughs> but yet you want to get away early on in the morning. And... Uh, I mean, Baylor, what are they playing for? They can't wait yeah. for this season to end. First of all, I don't I, think they I, I would have. I wouldn't have accepted a bowl bid. Take the year off. Probably would have been smart. You know, I think Boise State. Boise State works in a romp. Yeah. The new era pinstripe bowl. You've got the Pitt Panthers versus Northwestern Wildcats. Been a big fan of Pitt all year. Been uh, ever since I watched that that game where they beat Penn State. Actually, uh, I've been I've been putting some money on them. They've been winning. Me money. <laughs> They've also been winning some good games. Uh, they're 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 a good team. They're a you know explosive offense. I think I think they blow Northwestern out personally. Pitt beat Penn State, beat Clemson, one playoff team, one fringe playoff team. That we'll get into later. This team and how about James Conner coming back? But he diagnosed from cancer last year. Yeah. Coming back cancer free. Great. Story. Dominating the season. You gotta take Pitt. Yeah. Next up, the Russell Athletic Bowl. Ooh, a really a strong <laughs> one. You've got the West Virginia Mountaineers against the Miami Hurricane. That's a, it's a pretty sexy matchup. I'm not gonna lie. Mountaineers look good, good all year though, right? They had they have a good ten and good two. Team. Yeah, yeah. the loss to the Oklahomans. Yeah, that was a tough one, but it was a beautiful night. Beautiful night in Morgantown. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the snow was falling, but unfortunately, though the Mountaineers didn't didn't come to play that night. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Miami has looked Miami up, up and down. Yeah. Mark Riggs got the the team righted in the in the right direction. I'm a homer. I'm gonna pick the Mountaineers in a close one. Down in Orlando, I actually went to. I think it was the Russell Athletic Bowl. Uh, watching West Virginia and NC State when I went to West Virginia, Russell Wilson was the quarterback at NC State wow. before he took the one-year uh, graduation yeah. year. <laughs> NC State won that very frigid, cold, cold game. I don't believe this is as cold. Therefore, West Virginia <laughs> beat Miami. Quite an anomaly. The Mountaineers can't seem to play in cold weather, huh? I know it's it is true. Uh, the Foster Farms Bowl, right in uh, our neck of the woods, Levi's Stadium down in ah. Santa Clara. You've got you can Indi- count on me not going to that game. <laughs> Indiana versus Utah, and I think this is Utah big. Kyle Winham nine and one bowl games. The Utah head coach, Indiana just uh, just fired their head coach. For acad- not academic, for disciplinary reasons, yeah. is treating treating the kids wrong. Yeah, they're a mess. No, Indiana's no. they don't have enough talent. You Utah's know, got it's it. basketball season in Bloomington, folks. <laughs> they took yeah. down UNC. Stick to basketball. Yeah. We've got Utah in a romp. <laughs> Next up, the Advocare V100 Texas Bowl. Ooh, okay. Fun fact: Advocare, not like Meineke Car Care. That it's actually a nutritional supplement. Ah, the V100. <laughs> Drew Brees is one of their spokespeople. Okay. Just FYI. Okay. He's uh, probably t- top three to five most ridiculous bowl names. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing is, Advocare used to sponsor the Independence Bowl, but decided the Texas Bowl. Switch it up. more sense. Yeah. And speaking about Texas. Demographics, a little more targeted. <laughs> a little bit more targeted. <laughs> Texas A&M, Kansas State. This is a old Big 12 rivalry. You yes. have back in the early, late 90s, early 2000s, this was... They were putting uh, Big 12 championships on the line. Uh, yeah. Michael Bishop, L. Roberson, 
Bill Go- Snyder was there. <laughs> Bill Wait, Snyder. He's still there. Still there. 80 <laughs> Gone years and turned, right? It's great when you're the coach and the stadium is named after you and you're coaching inside that stadium. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Ferguson, Jordy Nelson, some great old Packer wide receivers. At some point, they need to find another coach. Okay? <laughs> I love Bill Snyder, but he's getting up there. He's getting up there. Find they played tough coach. this year. They had, they had a good year. I'm taking them in this game. You know what? Kevin Sumlin, his Aggies play well in September, a little bit in October, November, December. The tank. The tank. Kansas State, Bill Snyder, by a few points. <laughs> We've got next up the Birmingham Bowl, South Florida against South Carolina. Battle of the Souths. And you know what? If I'm picking two states, I'd rather live in Florida than I would Carolina. Ooh, I, I do like like Carolinas. I'm a big fan of the Carolinas. They got some Smoky Mountains over there. South Carolina like the is not, not bad to visit. North, yeah. North Carolina, maybe Charlotte, but yeah. Uh, again, I'm not a big fan of Florida in general. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> you go South Carolina. I'm gonna go living in South Carolina. <laughs> South Florida wins this game. South Carolina is not that good. Okay. Good. <laughs> Next up, we've got the Belt Bowl. You want to talk about? Uh, some trash talk. Homers. You want to talk about homers? <laughs> Arkansas versus Virginia <laughs> Tech. Last week, Brett Bielema didn't even put Virginia Tech in the top 25 coaches poll ranking. Said it was a mistake. Virginia Tech ranked 22. Bulletin like board. 17 and Bulletin 22. board material yeah. right there. Justin Fuente is not going to forget this. This Arkansas <laughs> team are just sporadic all year long. It, They've been inconsistent. Virginia Tech, after getting thrashed by Tennessee uh, down in Bristol, put together a really nice ACC uh, season, made yeah. the way all the way to the ACC championship. I think I like them. I, I think Vontek Tech gets the ten wins here. Beat them was a buffoon, and uh, that Arkansas program is not looking good. I think Beat them was on the hot seat. Next up, the Val- Valero Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma State versus Colorado. The Alamo Bowl always put, puts together a strong game of not quite Big 12 and um, Pac-12 champs, but it's a number 12 versus number 10 Colorado. Heck of a season, Mike McIntyre. Um, improbable season from, I think, three wins to 10. Yeah, yeah they, really they fun really, story. really yeah. put that together. Oklahoma State, quietly, a 10-2 and two season. If Central Michigan, actually... Three, three losses, nine and three. My apologies. Central Michigan beat them on a questionable uh, last-minute call, yeah. which cost them cost them a game. But still, I think it's a tight one. Mason Rudolph uh, in Oklahoma State versus Philip Lindsay and uh, the Colorado Buffaloes. Who do you got? Ooh, man, this is a tough one. I actually went down to Santa Clara uh, for the Pac-12 championship game this past Friday. And that's the reason I won't be going back, maybe ever. Only took me about three hours to get there, <laughs> plus another three hours to get back on public transportation. But man, Colorado, it was tough, man. You know, they had such a storybook season. Uh, they were hanging around in that game for a little bit. Lost their quarterback, uh, Lou Fowl, in the first half. He, their their backup quarterback leads a great touchdown drive to keep him in the game. Willis Reed, Lou Fowl story, comes out in the second half, thinking, you know, it's looking like it's going to be a majestic return. He's going to lead him back to victory. Pick six. <laughs> First throw in the second half. Pick six. Next possession, throws another pick. Uh, it, was, it was pretty heartbreaking. But I think, you know, they got, 
you know, but they're a tough team. They got they got some good athletes. They got a great running back. Uh, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna find a way to get this done. Would this because you have a Colorado College <laughs> hat on right now, and maybe there's a there's a little bit of allegiance up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Fair I enough. Like the Buffs. I like the Buffs. And the Buffs fans, you know, I think uh, this season awakened a lot of a lot of dead Buffalo football fans. You know, I went down to Santa Clara with, with a number of them, and they know how to have a good time. Pre-game, during game, post-game, uh, you know they're they're that they're back, back back to the glory days of '94. Cordell and uh, Rashawn Salam. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, uh, and Coach Mack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, heck of a coach. Okay, we're we're on to December 30th. The tr- no, it's actually a well five games there, but to start it off, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Georgia TCU, a six and six TCU team. I know it's a little bit disappointing. Gary Patterson, he knows how to coach. This is not his greatest team. I think they put together. They're strong in, in bowl games. I think they put together a solid performance. Jacob Eason and the freshman uh, of the Georgia Bulldogs still trying to figure it out. Yeah, Kirby Smart, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think he's going to figure it out I, there for sure. You go with experience. I like TCU finding a way to win by field. Yeah, Patterson, what, his record in bowl games is pretty lights out, too, I think. Uh, I believe it's eight of his past ten, if my... Okay, okay, uh, there you go. Is, yeah, I like... correct. I think I like TCU in that game. Georgia looked outmatched in a number of their, their games this year. The Hyundai Sun Bowl. You've got Stanford versus North Carolina in El Paso, Texas. Yeah, this is kind of a sleeper. This is a, a sexy little matchup, I think. Stanford? Obviously, you know, the, the going away party for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I think he goes off for a big, big one. Record setting day. Record setting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this really, laying, really, really laying it up. <laughs> it's uh, an awful run defense. <laughs> um, I, I, I agree. I think Stanford, Stanford will be tough. Um, North Carolina QB, uh, Trabansky or whatever his name is, Will be declaring for the draft and could be okay. one of your first one of the two top picks. Yeah, uh, first two QBs taken. Yeah, so he might you know they'll probably hang around for a little bit with Stanford. Yeah. But I think Stanford in El Paso will probably be frigid. <laughs> that favors the Stanford Cardinal. Not not a lot of fans are going to be traveling to that game from either. Now, now do you do you consider Cardinal a color? It is a, a it type is, of color. It certainly is a color. Okay, but uh, <laughs> just, just want to make sure we're. Uh, I believe that's a redwood tree on the Stanford logo, and not, yeah, I don't know. Okay. not a cardinal tree, per se. <laughs> it could be a fir tree, I wouldn't know. <laughs> the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. I, I like this better one as the Gaylord Hotels Music City Bowl. Uh, I, I've played golf at the Gaylord Hotel. Love, love that place. Great place. Beautiful spot. If I use the name James <laughs> Taylor, will I get uh, uh, a yeah, discount? Yeah, you'll be used to that. <laughs> Free, they, they're still eating Nature Valley granola bars for all the games. Inside jokes. Sorry yeah, no worries. <laughs> Nebraska versus Tennessee. Disappointing year for Tennessee. Eight and four. But th- this could have been a bigger year. Lost Alabama. But more importantly, losing to South Carolina and getting giving up 608 yards to Vanderbilt. Oh, blowing their ouch. Sugar Bowl chance. Nebraska, though, they started out 7-0. and they yeah, were, they faded. They were looking. Big time. They were looking hot, but I think Armstrong Jr. should play in this game. I kind of like Nebraska. Nebraska is a pretty tough squad. Uh, they you know they lost a couple games late without Armstrong, or you know he was very banged up, but given a, a full month to to heal, 
I think Nebraska. What's, uh, what's the line on this one? Tennessee minus three. Minus three. I will take Tennessee, and I will take the points. Joshua Dobbs, senior, much maligned over the course of his career. But he led this team this year. Butch Jones <laughs> had some flaky issues. Jalen Hurd left the team. Josh Dobbs led start to finish. I like Tennessee. Obviously, a homer pick. Um, Nova Home Loans, Arizona Bowl. It's on the Campus Insiders. You can't even see it on most TVs. Very quickly, <laughs> South Alabama Air Force. Who you Ooh, taking? I'm, taking, uh, I'm taking Air Force here. Fair enough. I will too. One um, of the most beautiful stadiums in the country if you ever get a chance to go. The academy probably won't, but thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> thanks for that. So our, our first uh, New Year's Six Bowl, Capital One Orange Bowl. You've got number six Michigan and number eleven Florida State. This Michigan team was he lost to Ohio State, the big game. They would have winning that game. They go to the Big Ten Championship potentially, taking down Wisconsin. Could have went to the. Uh, college football playoff, I know, yeah. putting a lot of steps in there. Do they get motivated for this game? I think they are motivated. I think I think they're they're pissed off. You know, I think they're angry. They're you know, Harbaugh is certainly angry. If you've seen some of his rants, sideline escapades, uh, and I think he, he I think he rallies this team. Are they one of the four best teams? Just no, okay. I don't think so. No, um, you know, I don't think they they should be there. I, you know, I'm glad they're not there. But uh, you know, they didn't win when when it mattered most. But I think they get up for this game. I think they're going to be tough to beat in this one. I I also like Michigan. Florida State freshman quarterback DeAndre Francois. You know, was had some up and down moments. FSU's defense though just got run through by a lot of teams this year. Still put together nine wins. I think they hang around. This is Florida State, but Michigan, I like Michigan big. Yeah, that pass rush is going to get after FSU in a big way, and uh, I think Michigan takes control of this game. Okay, on to uh, New Year's Eve. We've got the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl. You're home for college football this season. Go down to Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) LSU versus Louisville. you got the prohibitive... Heisman Trophy favorite Lamar Jackson in Louisville against Coach Orgeron getting the full-time gig at LSU. Yeah. A little head-scratcher there, but who, who comes to play? Is it the Petrino's beauties that uh, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> after winning the Heisman, will run this team on to victory? Or does Coach O and that raspy Southern Cajun voice of his Rally the troops. I think Coach O. I, I think he's going to rally these troops. I think they're going to be, again, extremely motivated to play for him. Uh, I think they're going to get up for this game. And they're an incredibly talented defense. Lamar Jackson better better watch where he's running around. Uh, they, they could not knock him around a bit. I like LSU. I like, I like LSU as well. Uh, I think winning the Heisman, going to New York, all the hoopla. You think it's his, huh? Oh, I think it's his. <laughs> Even though he lost his basketball games, yeah, he did he, incredible numbers. He did yeah. enough. He did yeah. quite enough. Yeah, I like LSU. Tax Slayer Bowl, Georgia Tech, Kentucky. Really, for New Year's Eve, I think this is a pretty terrible game. But yeah. Justin Thomas, uh, quarterback of Georgia Tech, obviously the the option that uh, Paul Johnson Johnson who still has a job. I thought he would be fired by now. But um, I like Georgia Tech beating Kentucky. Mark Stoops saved his job. 
beating Louisville um, with Kentucky, but I think Georgia Tech. I think Kentucky actually played some good football this year. I uh, I think they could they could win this game. Okay. Do you like them? Let's do it. Yeah. Like okay. Uh, Outback Bowl. Florida. So one question for you, you see, uh, as you are more more of an expert. No games on Sunday. Huh? No games on January first. Yes, I am a I'm a big proponent of that. Okay. Don't go up against the NFL. Yeah. There's the unwritten rule. Yeah. And January, that's, what is that wild card? Or is that last week of the regular season? I think last week of the regular season. So that's that's, that's upsetting. But it it, it is. Uh, but I think it had everyone gets had, that Monday yeah. off January second. Exactly. So you get a Monday. You may be football. less hungover watching <laughs> uh, January second. Okay. And, and granted. The playoff games are happening December thirty first, so yeah. you're kind of getting the what you need before. Yeah, true. So January second, Outback Bowl, Florida, Iowa. Iowa basically plays in this game every year. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, I see them every year in this game, and I feel it's a seventeen fourteen game, and that's what I like. <laughs> I like, I like <laughs> that. Is I think it is going to be a low-scoring battle. Florida obviously can't score the ball much. We saw against obviously the best defense in the country in Alabama. But man, this Iowa team has been you know interesting to watch. I think that Michigan game was one of the best Big Ten football games of the year. Um, Do you that think was it, a grinder? It, it basically was Big Ten basketball five years ago, <laughs> yeah. where it was forty to forty. Yeah, with a minute yeah. left in the game and. Hey, I lo- I'm a purist. I love I love that style. I love- it's fundamentally sound. Uh, but literally, I watched a few Iowa games, and they could not move the ball. They they had zero explosive plays, uh, and finally they found you know they found the magic against Michigan. Um, but I don't think it's I don't know if they can sustain it. Um, it's going to be a battle though. They have a great defense. Ah oh, man, this is a tough one. I think I think SEC. I think Florida finds a way to win this game. Okay. I like Iowa. Next up, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Western Michigan, undefeated, versus number eight, Wisconsin. And preface this, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a homer in the room. A Wisconsin guy, through and through. Yep. Bleeds red. Not just because (laughs) that's his actual blood color. But this guy's a badger, through and through. I'll first say something and, and give the mic to him. P.J. Fleck done a heck of a job bringing this Western Michigan team. Rose the boat all the way to AT&T Stadium. I think it's a close game. I I know people are going to say this is a MAC team. They can't hang with the big boys. Western Michigan, well, they've beaten two lower-tier Big Ten teams. <laughs> They've got a great quarterback, wide receiver Corey Davis, one of the one of the better receivers in the game. I don't know. I I think they keep it close, but maybe not pull off. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, I think that you know, Penn State proved that the Wisconsin secondary can be vulnerable. I mean, uh, with a high power air attack, Western Michigan might be able to hang around. Uh, this is you know a, a fascinating bowl for Badger fans. I don't think we've ever been in the Cotton Bowl. I think this has got to be our first trip. Um, and I think, you know, after the tough loss to Penn State and then, you know, getting a Western Michigan, at, at first glance it was, it was a little bit underwhelming. It was like, ah, you know, you wanted a bit of a sexier matchup. Obviously, USC in the Rose Bowl, you know. But, you know, the more I read into it, the more intriguing I think this game is, as, even as a Badger fan. I mean, I think Western Michigan's a really, really good team. Uh, they're going to come 
ready to play, fired up to play. Uh, but the Badgers have shown a lot of resolve, and they are also fired up for this game. Uh, I don't think there's going to be much of a letdown. I think their defense is going to, you know, it is one of the best in the country, and they're going to prove it. And I think they take care of business. Okay. Wisconsin. <laughs> Homer pick. Oh, hey. <laughs> you know, I think it's the right pick, though. I think it's the right pick. You hinted at this game, the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. Every January 1st, well, it'll be January 2nd this year, you turn on the TV, pristine, beautiful Pasadena, California, 75 and sunny. You have Brent Musburger on the call. You don't have him this time. Keith Jackson. You're looking live. <laughs> Down the Rose Bowl game. Oh, the uh, granddaddy of them all. USC, Penn State. First of all, how the heck did Penn State make their way to number five in the country with a, like, words can't even describe both kind of Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley, both tiny, tiny dudes that just are gritty, that find their way. And this Penn State uh, defense also... Nothing to, to slow chat, but USC is rolling right now. Sam Darnold, freshman quarterback. Clay Helton righted the ship after a 52-6 to debacle against Alabama week one. Obviously, Alabama's yeah. pretty good. But yeah. This will be an interesting game. I'm interested to yeah. take. Well, you know what? And obviously, I have a, a first-hand look at Penn State. Last, you know, If you guys watched the game last week against Wisconsin, one amazing stat that I saw was Penn State – First half scoring margin minus thirty. I think they're getting beat yeah. over the course of the year. Thirty points in the first half. Second half they're plus one forty. And don't don't fact check me here. But uh, it, they they want to go down by two or three touchdowns at halftime, and they come out just on fire in the second half. Uh, McSorley was dropping dimes on the Badgers. Uh, once he gets hot, he's pretty tough. I don't necessarily love his antics on the field. But, uh, man, he's got some talent. He's got some incredibly talented receivers around him. Obviously a great running back. Uh, this this going to be, I know, USC is, is playing as hot as anyone in the country, but I think this is going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think, I think this is one of the best games of bowl season. Probably yeah. the best New Year's Six game. I yeah. think shootout, like, probably in the 30s. Um, I'm taking Penn State in the second half. I like USC finding a way. To, to win this game. Alright. All-State Sugar Bowl. We've got number 14 Auburn versus number 7 Oklahoma. This one I feel it, it lost a little bit of luster. This is this is not the, the classic Sugar Bowl. This is an 8-4 Auburn yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. Oklahoma, yes, they're 10-2, but they, they're two big games. Houston and Ohio State didn't show up for. I don't know. I'm, I'm not as excited for this game. I, I think we'll be They'll put together a, a decent game. Uh, Gus Malzahn will get in his bag of tricks and, and see what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see I mean, put I, together. I think Oklahoma might be playing some of the best football. Obviously, how many they've they've won eight in a row, maybe or something along those lines. Uh, you know, I, they have. They started one and two, so it'd be nine and nine. nine. There, there you go. Nine. So I was, you know, Baker Mayfield finally is playing. You know, Heisman Trophy finals. Exactly. Year. You know, I think, I think they, you know. If they were in the playoff, they, they might be able to make some noise even, Oklahoma. But uh, I, yeah, you know, they didn't show up those first couple weeks, and uh, here's their consolation prize. I think they're going to work Auburn around the field, though. 
<laughs> I agree. I think Oklahoma finds a way in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I think it's the the better game in the Superdome is the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bulls <laughs> we touched on earlier. Oh yeah, Raging Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns lighting it up. Southern Miss. <laughs> I do. I I do like Oklahoma in this one. Um, to take it to Auburn. It's another SEC loss, I and mean, you usually don't uh, pick those, but you've got it. And now to the uh, the final four, the college football playoff. Finally, we, we just swapped through 38 different bowl games here. You still with us? You still with us? <laughs> Wake up if you're not. I'll probably preface in the upfront to just turn to uh, the 53-second mark. 53-minute mark, sorry. And... Uh, this is the college football playoff, the final four. It's the third year of the playoff. Top four teams making it, um, playing their way to see who, who wins the national championship. And, again, Alabama haven't lost all year. The number one seed taking on Washington. Now, Washington hyped in the, in the preseason, number eight, number nine. I didn't, be, I didn't fully believe the hype. I didn't think they were going to play anyone. I thought once Pac-12 season started, they could get uh, tripped up. They did lose to USC. They played a bad game. But overall, Washington, from start to finish, you can say who they played, but they beat everyone that was in front of them. And they beat a lot of these good teams soundly. Washington State, they handled. Yeah. Utah, they took down. Stanford. Colorado, they throttled. Yeah. Stanford, like just. Yeah. These were yeah, beatdowns. You know, when I was watching Washington, I was a little surprised that and how many athletes they had all over the field. You know, that defense was – obviously they're going to give up, you know, some big plays with the style of football they play, uh, you know, back and forth, up and down. But at the same time, they got athletes on defense, uh, like their Samoan connection. <laughs> they always have a lot of great great, great Samoans in the trenches. Um, and, you know, I, one issue watching Jake Browning in the past few weeks, I, it almost seemed like he's lost a little bit of his accuracy – Hasn't been throwing the ball as well lately, um, which I think could could come back to hurt them. I mean, he yeah. has to have a lights out game, and that's that's not a good thing when you're playing against the Alabama Crimson Tide defense, yeah. which Ooh. their defense is a better offense than a lot of these FBS teams. Yeah, they absolutely. score points. Like they will score a defensive touchdown. Mark my words on this game, Alabama. I I, I think they're they're just too good. <laughs> yeah, not much they, they've, they've won the national championship with worse teams. I think this is one of Nick Saban's better teams, top to bottom. You've got a freshman quarterback, Jalen Hurts, yeah. is putting up ridiculous numbers. The only way you can beat them really is just make him throw the ball. Just you put a spy on him, load the box. Uh, you know, you got to make him throw the ball, and he's he's done it at times. There's also been times where he's really struggled throwing the ball, but I think that's the formula. Just make him. Turn him into a passer, and that's the only chance you You get. need that, but you also need your quarterback to have the game of their life, make plays, and what you alluded to. I don't think Jake Browning is playing his best football now, and I don't think he's an upper, upper echelon quarterback, even though he's yeah. pretty high in the Heisman um, race. I like Alabama winning yeah. this game. I like well, you know, I hope, you know, I, I feel confident enough that I think Washington can hang around and make it a game and, you know, get some get some plays to go their way. I and, think for uh, the sake of the sport we would like a game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think Alabama rolls <laughs> to a victory. All right. Moving on. 
The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Yes, PlayStation's back as a sponsor. Uh, they last sponsored the Rose Bowl back in the early 2000s. For all you uh, fun fun facts for you guys there. But uh, now, Does that mean some of the issues with their uh, <laughs> entitlement rights or... You know, player player rights are starting to die down. I feel like that was a big issue for PlayStation. Uh, it was a big issue, but uh, they've moved past that. Apparently, they, apparently they have. A spokesperson had uh, <laughs> just actually sent me a message while we're on this phone. Because they're, they're listening to this, even though it's not live. Of course they are. <laughs> Ohio State, Clemson. This is a juicy matchup right here. Clemson... They could have beat Alabama last year. That was one of the best games that was I've ever seen. Sean Watson, Heisman Trophy level talent. Clemson, they weren't quite as polished this year. A lot of close games, almost lost to NC State, lost to Pitt. Kind of were up and down, but still finding ways to win throughout the season. Um, uh, uh, a game against Virginia Tech in, in ACC Championship that was, that was relatively close. How do they fare against Ohio State, the, the Ohio State University? I mean, I, th- you, I can almost say that it's slightly a mirror image of, of you know, Clemson, Ohio State is. I mean, I, I think they've, you know, for, for their talent level, I think they've, they've played, uh, you know, a little below their talent level. Um, I think the biggest issue for Ohio State right now is, is T.J. Barrett and his struggles throwing the ball. J.T. Barrett. I'm sorry, T.J., J.T. <laughs> Your name is J.T. I know, I know. But uh, I, he is, the past few games I've watched, he just has not been accurate throwing the ball, and I think that's going to come back and haunt them. Um, obviously, both of these teams have great athletes all over the field. It's going to be a really, really fun matchup to watch. Uh, but I think in the end, I think Clemson gets it done. Because JT Barrett wow. cannot complete passes when he needs to. Wow. I I, I don't want to say this because I, I really don't want them in the, the championship game. I think Ohio State, Urban Meyer, even though there's a lot of freshmen, sophomore on this team, they're a year ahead of schedule. This team, they reload. I, I think they find a way. To upend Clemson, Sean Watson will will be great, but I think Urban Meyer. It's only ever lost two bowl games. Yeah, one was impressive. to Clemson three yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Let's not That's forget right. about that. But I like Ohio State. Okay. So in the the national championship, January 9th in Tampa, Florida. Yes. Look out! Yes. Look out! So <laughs> we don't necessarily know, but if it's. Alabama. We both have Alabama. Either Ohio State or Clemson. Or, or the rematch. Or a great rematch. Pretty, or pretty sexy. Rematch. Or if Washington finds a way. But if it's Alabama, Ohio State, who, who do you like in that matchup? Oh, man. That is, that's really difficult. I mean, it's just incredibly hard for me to obviously pick against Alabama. But, I, you know, Ohio State has, again, the athletes pretty much, I think, at every position they can match up with Alabama. Um and I think Urban Meyer might be able to come up with uh, with some great scheme to, to stop Hurts, and uh, I, I think that's a game Ohio State could win. I think I think Ohio State has the better chance of beating Alabama than Clemson yeah. has. This is not the same Clemson team as last year. Yeah. Alabama will be ready for Deshaun Watson. They weren't for some reason last year. Yeah, I think. Ohio State and JT Barrett provides a little bit of a matchup nightmare 
um, as much of a nightmare as Alabama Crimson Tide <laughs> yeah, defense players true. have. Slower game. Yeah. You know, Clemson will try to you know run up the points, and you know, when you it's hard to it's really hard to beat Alabama that style of game. But um, I, but if I think if I'm a betting man, I think I think Alabama is. You place your bet on Alabama until they lose. Sadly, yeah, sadly. <laughs> You know, I think like a lot of college football fans, we're almost rooting for the field. Yeah. Even though I'm an SEC lover, SEC homer, <laughs> I want to see someone else. Yeah. It's great to see Washington in the in the playoff this year, a new fresh team. Someone other than Nick Saban needs to win this national championship <laughs> for the sake of the sport. Man, we want, I, we want to grow the sport. We want this to to be something that people talk about. You can't have the same team winning. Yeah, I think for storylines, I think you know. Considering how awesome last year's national championship game was, I think the Clemson Alabama rematch with Clemson somehow finding a way, Dabu finding a way to get it done this year. Do you think they carry Dabo off the field this time if that happens? Yes, I would. I, would, I, I think they absolutely and a, do. Immediate statue goes up in Clemson, <laughs> South Carolina. Do it, Death Valley. <laughs> Why not? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that we we just rolled through forty-one college football games. That is a comprehensive overview, right there. Yeah, you want your number one list? You can go to ESPN, you can go to CBS, you can go to SBN, you can go to anywhere, but you want a comprehensive preview of the college football bowl season. This was it right here today. Absolutely, it was honored to be here. No, it's good. It's good to have you. The last thing we do for all guests, we we like to get uh, even though. We only talked about college football the entire time. A motivational message for all, all the listeners out here to just little words of advice from from James Taylor. Huh, a, a motivational message. I mean, you know, but considering our college football theme, I think it's just be a champion today. <laughs> be a champion today. That's all I got. <laughs> put put. Put a statue of that above your bed. <laughs> tap that on the way out. I like that. Each day is your last. One play at a time. <laughs> That's Coach James Taylor, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our College Football Bowl special presented by Flow Water. The great people at Flow Water. If you're ever in need of hydration, Flow Water and James Taylor, give them a call. <laughs>
That is our show for today. Thanks to James Taylor for coming on the show and talking all things bowl and, and all things life. Uh, and thanks to Flow Water for sponsoring today's podcast. No motivational message today from me as I felt James' message there at the end of be a champion or play like a champion today. The famous Notre Dame fighting Irish slogan just couldn't be topped. So I'll be back with new episodes coming up after Christmas. But from all of us here at the Lucas Asking Experience, may I wish you an early Merry Christmas. Take care and God bless.